Hi everyone and welcome to the Effective Teaching Podcast. I'm your host Dan. Today we are going to be looking at why you should give flipped learning a go, why you should flip your classroom. And if you're new to this, if you have heard of it and you're thinking maybe I'll give it a go, I actually want to start off by telling you that I have a free 10-step guide that you can go and grab. It's at teacherspd.net slash 10stepflip, so the number 10 and then step flip all one word together. You can land there, grab yourself 10 steps to flipping your very first flipped classroom lesson. And I would love for you to grab that and let me know how it goes for you. But today, today I'm gonna to talk to you about, I'm gonna give you seven reasons really, seven reasons why you should actually flip your classroom. I'm gonna start off by going out on a limb here. Everyone thinks that flipped learning, you know, it's so much time, it takes up a lot of time to make videos and to go about all this process and set stuff up in the back end. It actually doesn't take that long. And when I compare it to my normal, what I used to do for lesson prep, it actually is about the same, if possibly even less, particularly when you think about the long term. So I'm actually gonna say that flip learning saves you time. That's my number one reason for using it. As a teacher, I love saving time. I have a whole book about how to reduce uh, teachers' workloads and save them time so they can have a balanced life. And it's called Work Less, Teach More. You can go and check that out. But I think flip learning saves you time, particularly when you think long-term. So long-term, once I've created the content, right, whether that be a recorded video like this one or like audio, like if you're listening to the podcast of this version as well, you know, there's lots of ways to create content. It can be written content, it can be audio, it can be video, uh, any way that you would normally get students to consume content. It's, not, it's just not live, right? It's just not live content, but it means that you can then use that content year after year after year until your region, your area, your people in charge of your curriculum decide to change the curriculum. And then even then you only have to change the video if it actually still doesn't cover uh, what's in the curriculum. So that for me is number one. It, it does long-term, it saves you so much time with that prep because once you've made it, it's prepped and then you're just doing the lessons and the lessons then actually are going to be just completely transformed. They're gonna be so rich, they're gonna be so engaging because suddenly you have all of this time back. Something that used to take up you know, 30 minutes of class time, now students are getting that in a 10 to 15 minute video. And you don't even have to have them do this at home. Right? You can do what's called an in-flip where the students watch the video in class. And even by doing that, you are getting 15 minutes of your class time back by getting the students to watch it in class and also frees you up to go around and answer individual students' questions and help them to understand the stuff that they're struggling with. So amazing thing, you really should, number one, saves time, right? We'll get to more now. Number two, gives you back time in the classroom, right? Which I've already started to mention there, but you're no longer trying to cover content. So often I talk to teachers like, I don't have time to actually do the fun lessons to, to actually spend time with my students to differentiate, to sit down with them and give them the feedback that they need. I'm too, I'm too stretched trying to get through the content. There's so much content that we have to cover in you know, whatever subject area it is that you teach. Generally speaking, you know, your government where you are wants to pack your curriculum full of content that they want you to teach to the students. But by flipping your classroom, you no longer have that problem. The students are actually gonna consume the content either outside of your classroom or in a 
shorter version in the classroom where they're not interrupted by other students' questions. And so you're gonna get all this time back in your class to do the things that really matter. Because when you ask a teacher what is the number one thing that you should be doing in your class, it normally is not presenting information. Okay, it's normally something like, you know, getting to know my students, giving them the feedback that they need, uh, really allowing my students time to, do, to develop their research skills or to develop their ability to learn, but I don't have the time to do that. Well, this flipped learning is gonna give you back that kind of time. Now, flipping your classroom will also allow you to do the fun lessons that you have always wanted to do, right? You're gonna suddenly be able to come into class and go, you know what, today, for a whole chunk of this lesson, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, we're gonna do this activity, which we would never have had time to do if we weren't flipping our classroom. And so now we're gonna have fun. Right? I have lessons where I bring in a whole bunch of balloons and the kids make uh, stuff out of the balloons that relates to what they're learning, but it's fun. The kids have fun doing that. They run around the classroom explaining it. I get them to reenact things that uh, they're learning from the curriculum and the, they need to go around. So for example, like when we look at how the blood tra travels around the body, I actually have the students be blood cells traveling through the blood system and they've got to call out where they are as they run around the room and I have designated areas for different things and it's great fun. And so flipping your classroom allows you to bring the fun back into learning to have that time with your students where they're actually enjoying school and enjoying being in your class, not sitting there being bored listening to another teacher talk to them about a new piece of content. Number four, you can educate beyond your students. So if you are creating content that can be consumed all over the place, right? they can consume it in class, they can consume it during recess and lunch or at home, you're opening up the possibility for educating beyond your own students that are in front of you, which is particularly important for uh, students who are going home to parents who are less educated as well. And so you're actually allowing the parents to sit there with their children and to watch your videos or listen to your audio and to learn with their child. And then that enables the parent to also help the child with the things that maybe they need help with because they have better application skills for the real world for what the student is learning in your class. And so that's an amazing, just amazing bonus that comes with flipping your classroom is the impact that you have beyond the students in your classroom. Number five is the ability to differentiate. And I think this is probably the number one reason for flipping your classroom after, after saving you time. But the ability to differentiate, we so often as teachers talk about, you know, we have 20, 30, sometimes 40 students in your classroom, and you're trying to work out how do I change what I'm doing in my classroom to meet each of these students and where they're at. Some of them are really struggling with their beginners, some of them don't speak the language that you're trying to teach, and so you've got to actually help them with you know, translation and all that kind of stuff as well. Other students are just, they're so far beyond what you're meant to be doing in that classroom that they really need to be let loose and be able to go and enjoy the learning beyond what you're currently doing. And so flipping your classroom really frees you up to be able to do this well, right? You can use your videos, right? So that students can watch videos at whatever speed they like. Students can pause your videos, they can rewind your videos, they can rewind audio, they can reread sections of content if you're giving them text, right? They can go through that content at their own pace, which is amazing for them. It means they can go over things multiple times if they're struggling, 
And you can see there are actually really cool tech devices. So things like Edpuzzle or Insert Learning, which are fantastic tools that enable you to put quizzes on top of videos or on top of websites and stuff like that so that you can actually find out whether the student understood what you just taught them in the video or what they just read on the website. And you can get them to give to do a quick quiz. You can check before you even get in the classroom. You go, okay, these students know it. These students don't know it. And these ones, well, they didn't even get around to watching the video. So, and they'll have different things that they, you're gonna do with them as you start the lesson. And so you might walk in and say, all right, you guys, you understand this. This is the next thing for you to do. Go and do some application. You might have a group activity for them to work together. The couple that really struggled and didn't quite get it, you might sit down with them and explicitly teach it to them in a different way. And the students, this is a big question. Actually, a lot of teachers always go, what about the students who don't watch it, right? Because suddenly not completing their homework, right? If you're doing a at-home type flip, if a student not doing their homework suddenly has high consequences for that student. And so the reality is students have always not done homework, right? There's always been students who haven't finished off the homework that's been set. And you would follow a similar procedure, except because you can differentiate, because you're free and you don't have to be presenting in, during class, you can actually say to those students, hey, you didn't get a chance to watch the video, you didn't get a chance to do the reading or whatever. So you set up for them at the back of the room where they're in their own little spaces, they're not in a group, right? Where they're gonna sit down and go through the content first thing as they come into the classroom. And that, you know, if it's a video, get, break sure you've got some earphones for them. So they sit down, plug the earphones in, they can watch your video, answer your quiz or whatever you've put on it. And then they can come and join the class once they've finished that. Or if it's a reading assignment, they can sit down, they can go through and read by themselves and then come and join in the lesson once they've done the homework basically that you've set up. And because you can differentiate, you can do that, right? You've got the time, okay, you guys do that while these guys keep going and then you can come and join them once they're done. And it means that they're still gonna get that minimum of the content being covered, right? Which you've been trying to get through as a presentation anyway. They're just now gonna consume it as a video by themselves without you and you can do all the other stuff. You can still go and help them. If they get stuck, you can still go back over them and say, hey, you know, I can re-explain this to you. I can help you with that. You can see that. They can ask you questions. You're free, right? You're free as a teacher to move around your classroom because you're not the one at the front of the class with all the attention on you. So number five, that increases your ability to differentiate your classroom massively. Number six, it increases student engagement because now you can differentiate because now you're available to help students who need it because now you're bringing in the fun aspects to lessons suddenly students are going to become more engaged in the learning and therefore they're actually going to learn more because they're engaged because things are differentiated and you're meeting them where they need it you're just really setting things up well to help them to become successful learners you have the time to teach them the skills of learning there's so much that comes into this but you're just increasing that student's engagement in the learning, in your classroom, in what's going on, and that has a big impact on them long-term. Number seven, the last one, is that you get to know your students better. Because you've got the time in your classroom, you actually get around to seeing each of your students. In fact, sometimes I'll have lessons where I've so planned out what's gonna happen in the classroom, one of the things that happens is I actually sit at my desk and I'm calling students to me one at a time, and I go through all my students across maybe a double period, right? Or if you've got that across a week or something, 
going through and seeing each of my students to check in with them, doing a little interview with them and finding out where they're at, what they need most help with, all that kind of stuff. But I can plan that now and I because I don't need to be the one who's the center of attention. I can teach the students how to help each other. I've got all these extra things that I can now do just because I've flipped my classroom and I am no longer the one at the front talking so much. So that brings us to the end of this episode. So my seven benefits where it saves you time, it gives you back time in class, it allows you to have fun lessons with your students, you can educate beyond just the students in your classroom, it enables you to differentiate better, you can increase student engagement and also you get to know your students better. And of course, if students don't watch it, this is what a lot of teachers say, what if they don't watch it, what if they don't do the homework, right? You just have a system set up where they're gonna do it in the class during normal time. That way they're still getting through the minimum of getting taught the content. Now, if you would love to give Flip Learning a go, you'd like to flip your first classroom, don't forget, head over to teacherspd.net slash 10 step flip, grab that 10 step guide to flipping your very first lesson and let me know how it goes. I'll catch you next week.